Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. I'm so happy you're here. There is so much BS bad advice out there. And before I was a nutrition coach and a health coach, I definitely have fallen for my fair share of bad advice. Um, Yep, taken the fat-burning supplements. Yep, tried the magic pills and potions. I have ascribed to all the things. When you're young, I think you can get away with some of that, right? And and the terrible ideas don't have such bad effects on you. But when you hit your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, beyond, the BS advice really starts to have bigger detrimental effects on you. And I really want to make sure that you can decipher what's good and true from what's BS and terrible. So today I'm going to share five of the many terrible ideas and weight loss traps so that you can avoid them. Let's go. Welcome back to the No Nonsense Wellness Podcast, the place for women who are trying to do all the things and stay healthy, sane, and actually enjoy life in the process. Hey, I'm Tara, a trained therapist, a life coach, a nutrition coach, and a fitness instructor. And I'm on a mission to help you take back control of your mind, health, and life. Each week, I'll be cutting through the nonsense and getting real with you. I'll bring you the insight and information you need to take control of your weight and health, find food freedom, and finally break free from the thoughts that are sabotaging you and holding you back. You, my friend, are powerful, and the world needs you to start showing up in a bigger way. It's time to get unstuck and start moving forward. So let's pop in those earbuds, tie up those shoes, let's walk and talk. I know the new year is coming, and with the new year, most of us are thinking about how can we get healthy? How can we lose weight this year? How can we change things this year? And I want to encourage you that if you want a different result than you've gotten in the past, you're going to have to do something different. We've all tried the diets. We've all tried the crazy workout stuff, and we're still in this position where the new year is coming, and we're thinking about, what can I try this time? I want you to try a new approach. The Healthy Mind, Healthy Body program is a different approach than anything else that you've ever tried before because it's going to teach you how to make an individualized program for you. So as your coach, I work with you. I walk you through that program individually and as a small group, and I'm going to teach you how to overcome emotional eating, how to understand how your body actually works and how to fuel it properly, what is good advice and what is bad advice how to deal with all the facets of your life that are affecting your ability to lose weight and keep it off. And right now, if you're on my email list, I am sending out a coupon code for 30% off the Healthy Mind, Healthy Body program. So if you're interested, I encourage you to take a look at tarafalman.com forward slash join. You can sign up for a free coaching call with me and get all your questions answered. But if you want the discount code for 30% off, you have to be on the email list. So if you have gotten any of my free workbooks, you're already on the email list. And everywhere on every single page of the website, you can sign up to receive the newsletter. So get on that list, get your 30% off code, get into the Healthy Mind, Healthy Body program so that we can make 2023 your best year yet. 
I thought I should do this episode since I know many of you are looking towards 2023 and thinking about how you want to lose fat, you want to get healthy, you want to feel better. And I think it's prudent that we know what to avoid as we are considering our options for doing those things. The diet, supplement, weight loss, marketing game is strong. They are putting billions of dollars into marketing things to you to get you to join their program, their supplements, their whatevers. You need to be armed with accurate and scientifically based information so that you can make the best choices for you so that you don't fall victim to their BS. And that's exactly what we're talking about today, what you need to be looking out for so that you don't fall victim to the crappy ideas, okay? The first crappy idea is definitely one that I have subscribed to before in my life, more like when I was in my 20s, and that is the never miss a Monday mentality. Of course you can miss a Monday. (laughs) I literally miss every Monday, every single week. That's the day we have community day for our homeschool group, and I don't work out on a Monday, ever. Usually missing a Monday has to do with your workouts. What I'm going to encourage you to do is instead of adhering to an artificial schedule where you cannot miss a Monday and all the things that your workouts should be, I am going to encourage you to listen to your body, work with your body, understand your own biology and how to work with that, understand your own menstrual cycle and how to work with that, your stress, your sleep, all of these things are going to influence whether or not and how you should be working out that day. And if you have that mentality that you should never miss a Monday, what does that mean if you do miss a Monday? Does that mean you're a loser? You're a terrible person? You're never going to get this right? Oh my gosh, my whole week is ruined? Because that's what you're setting yourself up to think. You're setting yourself up for failure, number one, and you're setting yourself up for some pretty crappy self-talk. And I'm also going to argue that if you're stressed out, if you didn't get good sleep, if the last few days before, if the Saturday and Sunday did not go well for you, A hard workout on a Monday is actually going to be detrimental. Remember, stress, too much stress is too much stress. Physical stress, emotional stress, mental stress, lack of sleep stress, lack of water stress, those things all add up. And too much stress is too much stress. So adding a workout on top of that is actually going to set you back. And so I would advise you to not do that. Now, when people say never miss a Monday, they have good intentions, right? They're trying to get you to be consistent, to make a commitment. And those are good things. But here's what I want to propose to you. The things that are making the difference, the things that are really moving you forward are the things that you're working on every single day. What are those? You're drinking your water. You're getting enough sleep. You're working on stress reduction. You're moving your body consistently. You're making healthy food choices. You're eating enough food, but not too much food. Those are the things that are moving the needle every single day. That workout, whether you do it or not, is not the determiner of whether or not you get healthier or lose fat. The determiner is what you're doing all the day. So all those things that I just said, those are things you're doing every day, including Monday. You're not going to miss a Monday doing those things because you don't miss any day doing those things, right? (laughs) If you miss a Monday on a workout, it's really not going to make that much of a difference. Do it on Tuesday. Who cares? You'll be fine. (laughs) Okay? So give it up. Never miss a Monday. Maybe a better saying would be, don't be afraid to adjust a Monday. (laughs) Try that. Okay, the second thing I ascribed to for sure in my 20s was the no pain, no gain mentality. Again, this has a lot to do with your workouts, right? You do not need to be in pain to make workout progress. You do not need to be sore after every workout for it to actually have done something. Trust me, this is super hard for me because I definitely uh, have been stuck in the mentality of like, if I didn't sweat, if I'm not dying, and if I'm able to walk the next day, then I didn't work out hard enough. 
<laughs> right? Like if I'm not totally sore, I didn't do anything. That's definitely where my brain has been. And I will tell you in my 30s and now for sure in my 40s, that doesn't work anymore. I cause myself way more harm when I work out with that mentality. There's a reel going around Instagram right now, and I've seen it so many times. And it's basically like, if you're not making this horrible pain face while you're working out, did you even work out? And in my 20s, I totally would have been like, yeah, totally, absolutely, (laughs) it has to hurt. That is sending a terrible message. And it's mostly young women in their 20s who are posting that video and probably watching that video. So don't get me wrong. Like working hard is amazing. Working hard in the gym is awesome. Doing things that are physically hard is awesome. Like I, you need to challenge your body. Absolutely 100% must challenge your body in order for it to grow and get stronger physically. However, that does not have to look like pain. That does not have to look like you're so sore you can't sit on the toilet the next day, right? That is not at the detriment of your own physical and mental health. So for sure, when you hit your 30s and 40s, we need to really work on looking at our workouts in a different way. Absolutely, you need to be doing resistance exercise, but not to the point where you're making a pain face and you think you're going to die, okay? (laughs) Let's do very different things. Again, too much is too much. Too much stress on your body is too much stress on your body, and you're going to set yourself back if you keep doing that. Okay, the third thing that I hear all the time, and it actually just makes me crazy, is the eat less, work out more mentality. And I know you're like, I hear this all the time. This is the tried and true advice, right? This is what my doctor says. Well, you're overweight. You need to eat less, work out more. We've tried this. In fact, tens of thousands of people, probably hundreds of thousands, probably millions of people on January 1st are going to try this. Eat less, work out more. If it worked, we'd all be healthy and happy and fit, but we are not. So clearly there's something missing with that advice. Instead of just eat less, exercise more, the things that are affecting your ability to lose fat are things like food choice, for sure, 100%, and the amount of food that you're eating, absolutely, but also water intake, sleep, stress, hormones, gut problems, chronic illness, your overall movement, your emotions, your life in general, (laughs) your time management, your relationships, your environment, your ability, your access to things like food and exercise equipment, like all of that is affecting your ability to lose fat. And none of that is addressed by the eat less, exercise more advice. My job as your coach is to address all of those things. And I'm going to keep plugging the Healthy Mind, Healthy Body program. Get on the email list and get your 30% off and start with me January 1st. Because if you want to address, if you want lasting fat loss, if you want lasting health, if you want something that is actually going to stand the test of time, create that lifestyle change that we all talk about. It's not eat less, exercise more. It's addressing all those things that I just talked about. You have to hit all of them if you really want to make this last. That's the program that I created. That's the things that I help coach you through and be able to do. And I really want to work with you to really make things different for you this year. We're going to go so far beyond the eat less, exercise more mentality. Okay. The other advice that I hear all the time, again, all of this makes me crazy. I think that's why I picked these five because they just make me batty and I hear them all the time. 
The fourth one is eat all day to keep your metabolism going. You've heard it, right? You got to stoke the fire. Keep your metabolism going. Keep feeding the fire. Okay, biologically, that's total crap. It's not even how your body works. You're defying your actual biology with that advice. The myth is that if you keep eating like small meals all throughout the day, like every two hours to keep your metabolism up, it's implying that you will burn more calories throughout the day if you do that. That's what they're, that's what they're implying. When they say you got to keep your metabolism stoked, why they would say that is that if your metabolism is burning, right? It's working real good. You're burning more calories throughout the day and then you will lose weight as a result. However, multiple studies have been done on this and they all show that there is absolutely zero difference in total calories burned between eating several meals a day or a few larger meals in a day. So it does not rev up your metabolism in any way. Eating eating small meals throughout the day does not increase your calorie burn throughout the day in any way, okay? That has been biologically and scientifically proven multiple times. So whether I am bringing in that total energy in six small meals a day or in two meals a day or in three meals a day, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it What matters is the total energy I've brought in, the total energy I've consumed in the day. It doesn't matter the times, or the frequencies, it matters the total. Does that make sense? That's why this is a total myth. Now, the other thing that I hear associated with this eat all day uh, mentality or eat several small meals a day is that it will help balance your blood sugar. Again, biologically, this is just not how your body works. And it's really not based in any actual science or studies. It's just something that people say. And, you know, once you say things a lot, we all just believe them. But it's not actually true. Eating larger, less frequent meals, like three meals a day, has actually been shown to improve blood sugar and improve satiety. So when you eat, you feel full and you stop and then also reduces hunger. So most studies will show that actually fewer, slightly larger meals is the better way to go. So when your grandma told you to eat three squares a day, yeah, her conventional knowledge was accurate. Because think about it, if you're eating six small meals a day, every one of those tiny little meals, your half an apple and 10 almonds or whatever that, (laughs) whatever it was, right? That's not satisfying. You are still going to be hungry, which means you're going to need to eat two hours later. Now, the the chances that you're going to overeat at every one of those sessions is way higher than the chances that you would overeat if you sat down and ate an actual satisfying meal two to three times a day. And I say two to three times a day because everybody's different and your activity level might be different. So for example, these are the things that I teach you in the Healthy Mind, Healthy Body program because you need to understand you. There are days when I only eat two meals a day. Maybe I was completely inactive and I sat on the couch and I wrote out podcast episodes for an entire day, right? I only ate two meals that day. Maybe there was a day a more normal day where I ate three meals. Maybe there was a day where I did an extra hard workout and I ate three meals plus an extra snack because I had an extra hard workout. Uh, You have to be flexible in these things. You have to take it day by day and what your body actually needs that day. You can't just prescribe every day is gonna be the same because you know it's life. Every day is not the same. So what you eat in those three meals is making a huge difference for your blood sugar. Now, here's how your blood sugar works. You eat food, the glucose from the food that you ate entered your bloodstream, 
and your body releases insulin to tell your cells to take the glucose out of the bloodstream and put it into the cells so they can use it. That's the like most basic way I could say that, right? So your blood sugar goes up, your insulin tells your cells to take the sugar out of the blood, your blood sugar goes back down. That nice gentle wave after each meal is what your blood sugar is meant to do. It's what your body was made to do. This sort of food in, food in, food in, food in, you're working against your own biology. You're not allowing your body to tell you that it's hungry. You're not allowing your body to tell you that it's full. You're not allowing your body to do the things that it's supposed to be doing, that it was made to do. Your body was made to feel hungry, eat food, feel full, stop eating food. If you're eating all day long, if you're eating two hours, you are not helping your body do what it's meant to do. Does that make sense? Okay, the fifth thing we need to talk about is superfoods and fat-burning supplements. Again, it's just a list of five things that make me crazy. (laughs) Superfoods, quote-unquote, is just a marketing ploy. Superfoods are foods. I mean, think about what you see labeled as superfoods, right? It's stuff like blueberries and pomegranates and kale. Like, it's just freaking food. Superfood, the term, is nutritionally absolutely meaningless. The idea that one specific food could somehow have some dramatic effect on your health is just not scientific. And honestly, it defies common sense. You should be very skeptical of any report that claims that a single food or a single drink or a single supplement or a single ingredient or any food product can cause or reduce obesity or can reduce any risk of major illness, things like cancer, Alzheimer's, etc. It's never about one thing. It's always about all the things. There is not some superfood like, oh, I ate my blueberries today. I'm not going to get cancer. Okay. Can you just think about that logically for a second? (laughs) A little sense that makes. Like blueberries are not going to save you from cancer. That's ridiculous. All the other things that you're doing in your life, all the different foods that you're eating, the exercise, the movement, the sleep, right? All the things that we said, the stress, the sleep, those are all things that are going to help you not get cancer, right? Having an entire health system of your body, right? All the things are going to help you not get sick. And what's worse is that I also see stuff like, oh, studies show that drinking a can of beer every day will reduce your risk of Alzheimer's. Okay, if you see headlines like this, like just pause, put on your logic cap and think logically, Does it logically make sense that a can of beer, and that's an actual headline, by the way, does it actually make sense that a can of beer could reduce my risk of Alzheimer's? No, (laughs) that's ridiculous. So what I want you to do is be a very discerning consumer because food companies and food manufacturers pay a lot of money to have studies done that quote unquote prove the thing that they want proven. So if I'm a beer manufacturer And I want to prove, oh, beer contains this one wheat ingredient and that one wheat ingredient in this one obscure study that was done on rats showed that that one thing helped reduce the risk of rat Alzheimer's. Okay, so now the beer company says, hey, beer reduces Alzheimer's. Okay, no, no, it does not. Okay, so this is, it's all marketing and it's all BS and I want you to be super, super aware of it when you see it. Cool? Okay, the other thing is the fat burning supplements. I'm old enough to remember because I was probably in my 20s. Remember like the hydroxy cut? That was everywhere. Um, There was, I 
feel like I think it was called Garcinia Cambogia. That was in like a bunch of stuff. I had several friends who got like really sick from that. Um, People were super injured by these products because they were marketed as like fat burners. We all want the freaking magic pill. I want the magic pill. I know it doesn't exist, but that doesn't mean I don't want it. <laughs> I understand the the desire that you would see like, oh, just put this powder in my smoothie. Oh, just take this pill and it'll help me burn fat. We haven't learned our lesson yet. Some of this stuff is super dangerous and we just keep taking it because we really want the quick fix and we really want the magic pill. I know. I understand. I want it too, but I'm just telling you straight up, it does not exist. The diet market knows that we want this magic pill and this magic potion, and they keep pushing these fat-burning supplements even though there is no clinically significant evidence that any of these supplements work in any meaningful way. There is, however, a lot of evidence that they can do a lot of harm, including things like heart issues and anxiety and all kinds of problems because most of these fat-burning supplements are stimulants. Here's what's actually happening. A fat-burning supplement in general stimulates epinephrine and norepinephrine. Those are your fight or flight hormones. So when those hormones are released, it stimulates energy, which generally would be fat or glucose stored in your cells. It stimulates the cells to release that energy into your bloodstream so that they can be taken up and used as quick energy so that you can fight or flight. What happens though is when you take this pill and you engage the norepinephrine and epinephrine and then you don't actually fight or flight, all of that fat that was released from the cells does not get used for anything because there was no fight or flight. It was artificially created, and it just gets retaken back up into the cells and stored again. It just gets put back in storage. Basically, what's happening is that your body is maybe possibly being stimulated to release fat for energy, but then it's not being used, and so then it's just going back to storage. You're not doing anything. What you're also doing is creating this situation where you are in a chronic state of stress. This chronic stress is leading to chronic illness. This chronic stress is leading to chronic holding on of fat. This chronic stress is setting you back. So you're actually, in a lot of ways, just hamstringing yourself by taking some of these fat-burning supplements. Your body is very smart. It's very hard to trick your physiology of your body. Your body was made to hold on to energy because maybe you would be in a fight or flight situation or maybe you would have a shortage of food. So your body is not going to be so easily tricked into just releasing fat, right? Your body has to be able to maintain its homeostasis so that it can release fat. It's not just going to do it because you took a pill that artificially upped your adrenaline hormones so that you would release fat and use it. It's not, it's smarter than that. I took a poll of a bunch of nutrition and health coach colleagues to see what they thought about fat burners, if their clients had used them with any success, if they ever used them. Every single one of them said fat burner supplements are BS. Don't waste your money. Instead, spend your money on a coach, spend your money on good food, spend your money on some workout equipment or some really good walking shoes. (laughs) They said there's about a million better ways that you could spend your money that would actually move the needle instead of these BS bogus fat burning supplements. There is no one magic ingredient. Just like in superfoods, there's no one magic ingredient that's going to melt away the fat. And again, a lot of these supplements are just downright dangerous for you. 
So here's the bottom line for all of this, okay? Losing fat and gaining health and really doing it in a way that's sustainable and that will last is about the overall picture. It's not about one supplement that you could take. It's not about one amazing food that you could have. It's not about one workout that you did on a Monday. It's not about one super ridiculously oversimplified idea of eat less and exercise more. It's about all the things. It's about your overall eating patterns. It's about your overall thought patterns. It's about your overall behavior patterns and habits. It's not about hoping some magic thing is going to come along and it's going to change your life. It's not. You do have to put in the work. You have to make the changes. You have to put in the work and you have to know what to do that's actually going to move the needle. You have to know the levers that you can pull that are actually going to make the lasting change. That is why you hire a health coach because everybody's different. Everybody needs different levers pulled. Everybody is going to need slightly different variations in what they're eating and when they're eating and why they're eating and how they're eating, right? Like we need to understand these things about ourselves. And the only way to understand that is to be educated on that. And that's my job. That's what I'm here to do for you. That's what I do in this podcast. And then that's what I do in the Healthy Mind, Healthy Body program. So again, I'm going to plug it again because you guys, I really feel so strongly that this is the thing that's going to change everything for you. Make sure you're on the email list. Look for the email from me. It might go to your spam folder. Sometimes if you haven't changed my email address, Tara at TaraFellman.com, to be a safe email address, check your spam folder. Make sure you're on the email list. Look for the 30% off discount code. Get into the Healthy Mind, Healthy Body program. Start with us in January. I'm so confident that this is the plan and the tools and the skills and the knowledge that's going to move you forward. Okay, my friend, I will see you over there. TaraFallman.com forward slash join. Check it out. Until we talk again, my friends, be well. Hey, friends, thanks so much for being here. If you found value in today's episode, will you do me a favor and head over to iTunes, find the No Nonsense Wellness Podcast, and subscribe and leave me a review. It would mean the world to me, and it helps other people find the show. And I'd love to connect with you more, so find me on Instagram. I'm at Tara Fallman, T-A-R-A-F-A-U-L-M-A-N-N. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your stories and tag me. I'll see you over there.